0: Welcome to the Five Freedom Show. My name is William Wood. And my name is Christian Vesterfelt, And we're here to help you find the freedom that you've long deserved. We believe that there are five basic freedoms that every human being deserves. We believe that these five freedoms can be cultivated. We're here to entertain you. We're here to inform you. We're here to help you take your life to the next level. So if you're ready... To have some fun. If you're ready to learn something new, then go ahead and crank up the volume because we're ready to rock and roll. All
1: right, love you,
0: son. Good night. Yep, night, love you. Good
1: night, Soraya. Love you. Yep. Good night. Okay. Um, oh, don't kiss me. Bye. <laughs> Bye, my Megan. Bye. Yeah. And then here is mom and daughter. Love you, Ivy. (laughs) Are you not going to tell me? (laughs) Love you, Ivy. (laughs) I love you. Ivy, I love you. No, I love you. No, I love you. I love you. Do you love mommy? Give mommy kisses. I love you. Will you give daddy kisses? Mm. <laughs>
0: love you, sweetie. <laughs>
1: I love you. I love you. No,
0: I love like you. Daddy.
1: You just heard a few expressions of love as I sent both my son and my daughter... Off to bed. And then you heard a little back and forth of expressions of love between my wife and our youngest daughter, and then between myself and Ivy. Now, at the end of this episode, go back and listen to the different intonations and how each individual expressed love. And not only how they expressed love, but how they received love. Now, I listen to that, and I know the entire backstory. I know the relationship dynamics involved. And so, as my daughter was like, Ew, don't kiss me! That's just the kind of relationship that we have. It's a good back and forth, teasing each other, but at the core you can hear the deep respect and love that we have for one another. Earlier in the week, I reached out to Will about today's particular podcast, and I shared with him that I just had this overwhelming sense of urgency and desire to prepare this particular message. And so when he asked me what the topic was, I shared with him that four-letter word, love. And so his response to me was sending me this link to a YouTube video that I clicked on and I watched it in its entirety. And I don't know if I'm grateful for it or if I am traumatized as a result of it. But once the window opened and I started to watch the video, you can see this Tall, very slender, long, wiry, curly hair, extremely hairy chest. And he's marching through stores and along crowded streets, beating on, I think it's a bucket. And he was singing to the rhythm, love is the answer. Love is the answer. Love is the answer. Stop buying things! Invest in each other! And while I laugh at it, the reality is, love is the answer. In my own studies this week, I came across some research that I've been familiar with, boy, ever since I got interested in mental health. Back in the 1950s and 60s, there was a very prominent researcher by the name of Harry Harlow. He was a clinical psychologist and he was studying comfort contact. Now, at the time that he was doing his research, there was a strong presence of behaviorism. Now, behaviorists really are only concerned about the observable element of human interaction. They are not concerned about what takes place inside of the mind because the mind is not something that can be definitively observed. So the prevailing theory with mother-child attachment was that the child only attached to the mother because she was the source of food. If she did not provide food, there would be no attachment. So Harry Harlow established this incredibly rigorous research involving rhesus monkeys. And if you were to read his work or watch any of the interviews that were recorded at the time, it's really heart-wrenching. And by today's standards, his research would not be able to be performed because it would violate modern ethics that involved animals or human beings. To illustrate the value of connection beyond providing a home and security, Dr. Harlow created a cage that had two dummy mummies. On the left, there was just this mesh wire rolled up about the size of what the mother would be. And in this bare mesh wire, there was a bottle attached... And it would provide the nutrients for the baby rhesus monkey. Just to the right, divided by a thin wall, was another dummy mummy. (laughs) I can't pronounce that. But unlike just the wire mother, the one on the right did not provide any nutrients. But instead, the wire was wrapped in a soft cloth. And instead of just a block head... The soft mother had a head that looked more like a natural monkey, although it didn't look anything like a monkey. <laughs> as soon as the baby rhesus monkey was put into the cage, it would immediately run to the wire mother, drink some milk, and then immediately go and cling to the soft mother. Even though the soft mother did not provide any nutrients that baby rhesus monkey would spend up to 17 hours with the soft mother, oftentimes neglecting to eat certain meals because the baby rhesus monkey preferred comfort contact. What Harlow's research highlighted is something that all of us just know naturally, but of course, science had to demonstrate it before. It could really be considered validated. The ultimate takeaway is that love is preferred over nutrition. Things such as nice items, a nice house, a nice car, nice toys. Ultimately, these baby Reese's monkeys, what they craved more than food, was to be loved. And so it is with all of us. In all of our relationships, when you get to the core, we crave connection, love. Now, there are all sorts of different kinds of love. There's romantic love. There's brotherly love. There's sisterly love. There's friendly love, neighborly love. Coworker love, (laughs) which sometimes is a challenge. Yet the truth is that in every aching relationship, there is a diminished communication of true love. And so if you find yourself in a relationship in which you are feeling underappreciated, rather than trying to find fault in the other individual here's what I'm going to invite you to do. Look within yourself and try to understand better how you receive love and how you communicate love. The two are different. And as you are examining yourself, you're going to better understand how you communicate love and how you receive love. Along the way, with your partner, talk to him or her, and learn what love means to them. How do they hear? How do they feel love? And how do they express love? Some of us express love by giving gifts. Others express love simply by giving a kiss on the cheek or holding the hand or going on a walk. Or just simply sitting in the chair next to each other without even saying a word. As you better understand your form of love and your partner's form of love, that sense of underappreciation will diminish and will be replaced with a deep level of comfort and satisfaction.
0: If you like today's show, you'll absolutely love the coaching, training, and products that Christian and I have put together. You can find out more information by going to www.willandchristian.com. You can also reach out to the office at 801-203-3405. Again, that's www.willandchristian.com dot com